listening to Psychology NCERT Class 11th and 12th with Dr. Kavita Bhargav. Hello everyone. Welcome back to yet another episode of my podcast. You're listening to India's leading psychotherapist, Dr. Kavita Bhargav. In this episode, I'll be talking about influence of group on individual behavior. Under this, we'll talk about social facilitation, social loafing, group polarization, and of course, what is bandwagon effect. I'll also discuss conformity, compliance, and obedience as processes of social influence, the autokinetic effect, and the ash technique, of course, determinants of cooperation and competition. I'll also discuss an experiment by Sheriff in his summer camp experiment. This is a journey from in-group formation to inter-group competition and finally inter-group cooperation. And there is a famous experiment called the prisoner's dilemma. I do not know whether I'll be covering it in this section. Yeah, definitely. That's a prisoner's dilemma game. This comes under cooperation and competition. You'll get answers to questions like what is social facilitation? What is social loafing? What is group polarization? Define the term social influence. Mention three forms of social influence. What is compliance? What is identification? What is internalization? Point out a feature of obedience. Point out one difference between obedience and compliance. Why conformity takes place. Give an example of compliance. Define obedience. What is cooperation? When does competition results? How competitive goals are set? Give example. What is a cooperative goal? What may happen in a competition between individuals? within a group and competition between groups. What is prisoner's dilemma game? Mention factors that determine whether people will cooperate or compete. How often do you show conformity in your behavior? What are the determinants of conformity? This was asked in one of the NCRT question papers. Why do people obey even when they know that their behavior may be harming others, explain. What is group polarization? Why does group polarization occur? Explain with example. What are the three forms of social influence? Explain with example. Describe the autokinetic effect. Why conformity takes place? Explain. What do you mean by compliance? Describe various techniques that have been found to work when someone wants another person to comply. Describe determinants of cooperation and competition. For long answer type questions also, you'll get the answers in this episode. How do groups influence our behavior? How can you reduce social loafing in groups? Think of any two incidents of social loafing in school. How did you overcome it? Or explain social loafing. Loafing. 
why does social loafing occur and describe prisoner's dilemma let's understand what influence of group happens on individual behavior generally there are two situations that may happen situations like an individual performing an activity alone in the presence of others which can be called as social facilitation and an individual performing an activity along with the others as part of a larger group this phenomena is called social loafing we'll be discussing social facilitation in chapter 6 whenever i take it up maybe after this chapter of course that's the last chapter remaining so i'll discuss social facilitation there yeah it also correlates with social inhibition so these are two concepts we'll be learning in chapter number 6 let's understand social loafing what exactly it is you know ideally when i teach this in the classes so i ask one person to lift up the table and put it at one corner so that person makes the entire effort and lift the table up and puts it in a different corner but when i ask six people to lift the same table up of course they do not put in their best because they feel others are also lifting up so kind of you know division of labor and you know some people will just touch the table that's it that's a social loafing phenomena let's understand it theoretically Social facilitation research suggests that presence of others lead to arousal and can motivate individuals to enhance their performance if they are already good at solving something like for example if an athlete is running and other people are there to cheer him up he will run faster that's social facilitation this happens generally when individual efforts are evaluated but what would happen if an individual in a group is performing so it has been found that individuals work less hard in a group than they do when performing alone because now it's a group team effort types this is called social loafing you are acting out at times in the sense as if you're performing but you're not you're not giving in your 100% social loafing is a reduction in individual effort when working on a collective task that means one in which outputs are pooled with those of other group members so you'll pitch in your less effort one of a common example is the tug of war where you do not or you cannot identify which individual is putting his best effort or extra force so in such situations there there are tendencies where certain group members will relax and become a free rider so latney and his associates worked upon this concept and they found that male students who were to clap or cheer as loudly as possible as they were interested in knowing how much noise people make in social setting so they divided certain groups one was individual where they were either alone or in groups of 2 4 and 6 the results showed and proved that total amount of noise rose up as in 
size increased the amount of noise produced by each participant dropped in other word each participant put in less effort as a group size increased so let's understand why social loafing occurs generally group members feel that they are less responsible for the entire task performed and therefore they exert less effort the motivation of people or members of the group dies or decreases because their contribution is evaluated in a group manner not on an individual basis the performance of the group is not to be compared with other groups so there is an improper coordination or no coordination amongst its members so belonging to the same group is not as important for the members it is only an aggregate of individuals a sum of individuals how can we reduce social loafing by making the efforts of each person identifiable you know even if they are working in a group setting check have some measures to check and understand who is putting how much efforts increase the pressure of work ask them to work harder this will make them committed to successful task performance we can also reduce it by increasing the apparent importance or value of a task like so if you do this task in so and so manner this is an important task to be achieved make people feel that their individual contribution is important also strengthening group cohesiveness will increase the motivation for successful group outcome now let's understand what is group polarization we understand that certain decisions are taken up by group and not as individuals but in certain situations there are leaders who decide and others just say yes 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 to it generally it can happen because of a fear that the phenomena of group think may sometime occur it has been found that groups are more likely to take extreme decisions than individuals alone the famous uh, nagasaki and hiroshima attack was a kind of group polarization phenomena where everybody just agree to the extremes of bombarding a country and till date there are deformities also an example like for example there is a person who's taken a bribe or has engaged himself in other unethical act then the colleagues will be decided to punish the punishment will go to the extremes either they'll throw him out or put him behind the bars whatever the initial position in the group this group position becomes much stronger as a result of discussions in the group like they can keep talking too much and finally take extremes of the decisions this strengthening of groups initial position initially whatever they decide results in a group interaction and discussion is referred to as group polarization it can have dangerous repercussions as well like when we take extreme positions it can be either very weak or very strong decision it mostly happens in situations such as deciding upon capital punishment for a heinous crime or what would happen if you were interacting with and discussing the issue with like minded people imagine such a situation and then you'll keep on talking and decide okay the person needs to be chopped off the firm conviction happens because of three important reasons number one is you have a company of like minded people so you are likely to hear newer arguments favoring your own viewpoint so there will be no person who will be contradicting it 
So this makes you or brings you to a position where you feel you are right. When you find others also favoring capital punishment, for example, you feel that this is the view that is validated by the public in general. This gives you a sort of bandwagon effect. Like I am in one band and all others are following me. That means entire public is following me. So you would feel, okay, I'm right. When you have people, similar views, you are likely to perceive them as an in-group. And you start identifying with that group. And so you begin to show conformity. And as a consequence, your views become strengthened. So there are certain new concepts like conformity, compliance. Let's understand what are they. So talking about conformity, compliance and obedience now. So, you know, uh, social influence is um, some kind of process that influences our behaviors, attitudes by real or imaginary people. Every day we are listening to someone or the other. We try to influence the other person to accept our viewpoint or we get influenced by them to accept their viewpoint. If you look at your WhatsApp, your um, Facebook, social media, Instagram stories or Pinterest or Snapchat or uh, the TV commercials or any movie or stuff or radio simple, you would know how much influence we are being into. So it's, it's a part and parcel of the story. Whenever we are in a society, in a group, then these group influence processes are really important to us. Three of them which are very important are conformity, compliance and obedience. So uh, let's take up one example like um, understanding that uh, bringing mobiles to school is uh, not allowed. Maybe some of your students or your friends are um, circulating that um, letter and you got to sign in there. You personally understand, I mean, banning school, mobile in a school is not of that importance as compared to other things. But what would you do? I mean, it's like you you understand how ah, this is something right also. So, you know, you know, if you don't sign the paper, then you may lose many of your friends. And so you simple sign, simply sign it because or maybe maybe talking something negative against a teacher that we don't want so and so teacher to be here or so and so teacher did that. So and this letter signing and petition signing, it's what? It's just like you're behaving according to the group norm as per the expectations of other group members also. And people who do not conform to the norm, they are labeled as deviants or non-conformists. And they usually get noticed more than the ones who are into group conformity, who conform to the group behavior. So this differentiation between compliance, identification and internalization is given by Kelman. In compliance, there are certain conditions that are external in nature that force an individual to accept the influence of the significant other. Like people will be there, you know, it's okay, everyone is doing it, you to do it, right? That's compliance. And compliance is like a, you know, easy busy thing. You are not losing anything if you are simply complying. So it also refers to behaving in a particular manner in response to a request made by someone. Like simple example, if uh, somebody uh, is um, talking about healthy India or green Noida or clean your city types and they request you, can I paste a small little stick sticker on your scooter or your bike? 
you may not say no i mean it's okay it's just a small request so you comply to the other person similarly in the above um, the previous example that i was talking about signing the letter or something you are signing it not because you completely believe in it but because you have a request from a very significant member in the group so this would be a case of compliance also called external or public conformity compliance can also take place without any norm as i said about clean environment or say no to plastic or a sticker on a bike or uh, your scooter you would not disagree to these small little requests simply because you see no harm or problem in putting such a sticker on your bike it's easy to say yes rather than saying no to such a harmless request or maybe a meaningful request what is identification identification according to kelman refers to influence process based upon agreement seeking or identity seeking like you know there are certain people with whom you identify with like your teacher your your friend and um, so that process is called identification so you ag- want to ag- be in agreement with them internalization on the other hand is a process based on information seeking you know internalization a certain aspects aspect of your characteristics or personal attitude or personalities also involved when we internalize certain things like in your class 6th your uh, english teacher taught you how to uh, pick a pen and make an f in that particular manner only you will be making f for the rest of your life yes you have this role model who has taught you something and now you've brought about that change within yourself and for the rest of your life this concept of writing f or a or cursive writing or certain things that your teacher taught about honesty that would go within so you'll keep on following it for the rest of your life that's based upon information seeking while in identification it's like you know you you can you can relate to ajay devgan smoking and he's your favorite hero or a role model so you would start smoking so where you are seeking your identity you are correlating your identity with someone else yet another form of behavior is called obedience such a behavior is a response to a person in authority like um, if um, i'm driving my car on the road side and uh, maybe i'm little uh, near or i i cross that uh, zebra crossing line if um, someone without uniform comes and stops me or say something to me i may not obey whatever the person is saying but if a person in uniform uh, or some someone who is a policeman or the traffic police he comes and say something to me i would definitely push my car back right so that's obedience to a some kind of authority figure like when your teacher may say stop talking loudly in the class if your class teacher says it you would agree if your monitor says it you may disagree simply because the teacher holds much more authority than the monitor in the class all the three things indicate influence of others on an individual's behavior obedience is the most direct and explicit form of social influence while compliance is less direct than obedience because someone has a request and so you are complying conformity is the most indirect form you are confirming simply because you don't want to stand out or you don't want to deviate from the norm why do people generally uh, confirm is because they don't really want to be seen as a person who is of displeasure to the group 
or someone who's perceived differently. It seems that following a norm is a natural tendency. Why do we follow the norms even when we know that certain thing is not right? First, norms represent a set of unwritten, informal rules of behavior that provide information to members of a group about certain expected manner. So, you just follow the norm and you don't want to be considered as a different from others. So, behaving in a way that differs from expected form of behavior may lead to disapproval, I mean, or dislike by others. P people may not like you or simply if they look at you indifferently, then you feel it's a kind of social punishment to you. So, you just follow whatever is being said or unsaid. It's like a, following a norm. You know, what will people say then if I don't do this? That gives you the discomfort and so you follow it. So one thing is to make the person, oh, sorry, make the group function smoothly. Second is people feel uncomfortable when they are different than others. They don't like disapproval from others. The third is the norm is seen as the reflect, reflecting the view and beliefs of the majority. Like if the majority is doing this, then for sure I'll be doing this. Why? Because, you know, it is generally believed that majority people will not be wrong. They'll be right in their opinion. There was an experiment by Sheriff and Ash that talks about um, conformity. I'll be discussing it very soon. But, but Sheriff called this thing as autokinetic effect and the Ash technique. So, uh, group pressure and conformity, the Ash experiment. So, what happened was, Ash examined how many people would conform to this experiment. So, he created a group of um, seven participants. The other six participants were associated with the experimenter. They were the confederates. So, he drew one line which was the standard line and then three comparison lines, A, B and C. B was equal to the standard line, A was little smaller and C was very small. When the people were asked which line is equal to the standard line, the first five participants gave wrong answers because they were instructed to do so. The true subject's turn came last but one in each round. So the true subject, the real subject on whom this experiment was being made had the experience of five people who gave the incorrect answer before him. The last person who was also a confederate gave the same incorrect answer as the first five. So even if the true subject felt that the answers were incorrect, a norm had been presented to him or her. There were 12 trials and every time the true subject confirmed to the majority answer. So 67% subjects showed conformity and gave the same incorrect answer as the majority of people. Majority in the sense here is the confederates were giving. And this happened because of the group conformity. Very simple example, yet very powerful in understanding how uh, people conform to the situations even when they know the answer is incorrect. Let's understand the autokinetic effect here. Sheriff, uh, he conducted certain series of experiments to demonstrate how groups form their norms and members make their judgment according to these norms. He made the participants sit in a dark room and uh, all of them were asked to concentrate on a point of light. After watching this point of light, each person was asked to estimate the distance through which the point had moved 
and this kind of judgment was um, made over a number of trials after each trial the group given information about the average distance judged by the members so the group was given the information about average distance and each subsequent trial subjects modify their judgment in a way that made them more similar to the group average so ek experiment kiya group average bola bhaiya ye aapka um, distance hai between um, that point of light every time after every um, declaration of uh, the average the people adjusted their answer so that they come closer to the norm and the interesting fact here is the point of light was not moved in reality the light was only seen as moving by the participants therefore the effect has been called autokinetic effect the light was stable yet they were finding it moving so if you understand this experiment as per the instructions of the experimenter the participants not only judged that the light was moving but also created a certain norm for its distance participants of course were not given any nature of change if any in their judgments over trial so the autokinetic effect where the participant felt the light was moving but it wasn't actually so what determines conformity the determinants are size of the group size of minority nature of the task public or private expression of behavior and of course the personality of the person so conformity is very greater when the group is small as compared to the large group why so because if in a small group someone says this is not supposed to be this way it is very easy to uh, identify that person that deviant so in such a case minority members would not like to um, disagree with the group pressure size of minority in the example of ash experiment you know the person was only one uh, subject while um, six others were confederates so suppose the subject finds that after some rounds of judgment of the lines there is another participant who starts agreeing with the subject's answer now when this minority would increase the likelihood of conformity would decrease and we may find non conformist in the group even if one person agrees the minority is there so they they understand what's happening in nature of task again let's pick up ash's example experiment the task required an answer that could be verified and could be correct or incorrect suppose the task involves giving an opinion about some topic in such a case there is nothing right nothing wrong so conformity in such a situation would be less likely in the second situation where uh, we are talking about an opinion not uh, a very feasible answer if it is ashes experiment people are verifying it so they would confirm public or private expression of behavior if you are in a group and you are your response is publicly verified you tend to confirm while in private you'll be different personality of a person some individuals have a confirming personality they can change their behavior according to what others say or do in most situation very funny example to this is so one of my clients came to me yesterday and she said um i was about to go to my friend's wedding and uh, mama was helping me by this by that by so and so stuff and maybe uh, a day prior i said no i don't feel like going now mama changes her view says okay you know in the real sense you should not go 
now this uh, client of mine got really pissed off i mean what kind of mother is she but see if she understands the mother has a personality of confirming then it becomes easier not to judge the mother also conformity also takes place because of informational influence so this is some kind of influence that result from accepting the evidence rather than the reality evidence kya bol raha hai 6 jane mujhe bol rahe hai ki ha ye hai so i would rather believe that instead of using my own head and there are many people who listen to people's viewpoint or the evidences they may see the evidences can be incorrect also but they are personalities which conform to others compliance as we know uh, simply to behave in a response to a request from another person or group even in the absence of a norm there are certain techniques that would be helpful in making the other person comply the first is and these of course these techniques are generally used by the salesman the first one is the foot in the door technique here the person begins by making a small request that the other person is not likely to refuse once the other person carries out the request a bigger request is made simply because the other person has already complied with smaller request he or she may feel uncomfortable refusing the second request like for example people may say okay i am here to give you this gift this is a promotional gift you'd be very happy saying okay okay give me this and afterwards the same group may come to us again and ask us to buy a product made by that group so instead of that promotion you know okay we given the first request and now we got to buy similarly we, we use this technique when uh, we do hypnotherapy or therapeutic work so uh, we we say okay if a person says yes to seven request of ours like you know move the chair here um keep your feet flat on the floor and then when you feel your eye eyeballs uh, moving under your eyelids nod your head and let me know your tendency of your breath is to become uh, rhythmic in nature say nod your head and let me know so it's like a you know smaller 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 request and there we say and say finally okay deep sleep so the person follows uh, the command and enters his subconscious mind there's another technique called the deadline technique uh, we often do it when um, we announce certain workshops uh, we call it the last date of registration what is the deadline after this we are not going to accept anything so uh, some kind of announcement that may aim to hurry uh, people in making their decision or purchase choices uh, if just in case they miss out this rare opportunity so that's the deadline technique there is another technique called the door in the face technique you begin here by a larger request and when this larger request is refused a later request for something smaller comes up the one that was actually desired is made in the end you know so which is usually the person agrees to um like if you want to sell um a policy a small policy you would start with a bigger one with bigger investment then slowly lesser 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 and finally whatever you want wanted to uh, the person to invest you will pitch in that request of yours so these are three uh, common techniques where they work for compliance easily let's understand obedience there was a very famous uh, experiment by milgram where um, the experimenter informed the respondents in the study that they were participating in an experiment to study effects of punishment on learning of course uh, the teacher was told that every time the learner is not able to um, give the right answer or he or she makes an error you're going to give them certain shocks while in reality there were no shocks that were given but 
in the mind of the teacher the students were being punished with a shock treatment uh, electric shock and uh, it was shown that 65% of the teachers even though they knew giving shock to students is not a good idea but they obeyed because the experimenter was the authority in charge so they simply followed the instructions so milgram study suggests that even ordinary people are willing to harm the innocent people if ordered by someone in an authority so why do people obey there are researchers and psychologists believe that they obey because they feel that they are not responsible for their own action so simply they carry out whatever the authority is saying authority generally poses certain symbols of status like uniform ho gaya title so it is difficult to resist authority gradually increases commands from lesser to greater levels or initial obedience binds the followers for commitment chote chote order denge and then finally okay this is a bigger order and you got to do this so this is what we do with our uh, maids you know when they join our home pehle dheere 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 and then finally okay ye karna hai wo karna hai ye karna hai um many times events are moving at a fast speed so like in a right situation there is no time to think so we just obey the orders um next topic is cooperation and competition and i guess i would like to take it up in the next episode because um because this already has a lot to study and um, to remember so i'm just winding this episode here um let's quickly understand uh, or have a quick review of what all we studied in this one um i talked about group influence on individual behavior here social facilitation social loafing under social loafing i gave example of latnes and associates experiment reasons and reduction how can we reduce social loafing and why social loafing happens i also talked about group polarization extreme decisions are taken because of the polarity i talked about social influence under this three important concepts conformity compliance and obedience was discussed why people conform it's because of the norms social punishment they also have notions like majority is always right certain people have informational influence while some other have normative influence experiments that were covered under conformity were sheriff and ashes experiment they are on page 140 and 141 of your ncert class 12th books determinants of conformity are group size smaller size more conformity minority even if one person agrees to you you tend to have non conformity nature of task if it is an opinion you may not comply while if it has to be verified you would comply public and private expression of behavior publicly you would like people's appreciation so your behavior will be different in private your answer will be different there are certain personalities which are conforming personalities i also talked about compliance and under this i discussed foot in the door technique where um you given to smaller request and finally i give you the bigger request the deadline technique where um a target or a deadline is given okay this is last date for buying this so and so so that a kind of urgency in decision making is created in the buyers the door in the face technique where i'll give you bigger request first and then bring it down to smaller and finally the smallest one which i wanted in the real sense which was desired by me for your acceptance uh i also talked about obedience and um, in this i talked about authority milgram's experiment where the teacher gave in the shocks so this was all about episode 2 of your chapter 
I'll start from cooperation and competition in the next episode. Till then, take care of yourself and uh, the COVID fourth wave is out. So follow the norms and um, I'll see you soon. Remember to follow me on my Instagram with new reels every week or something like that. And of course, the special group for the podcast. The link of the group is in the description. The Instagram handle is at Dr. Kavita Bhargav. See you. Sayonara. Sayonara.